Welcome to the deep dive, as Andy so eloquently put in the description of this YouTube video. Welcome to the divies. Uh, Andy, uh, this is super, super exciting. I cannot wait to get into these awards. This was it was fun to come up with the list. It was fun to solicit nominations. It was fun to then hand out 50 ballots to 50 trusted voters they have they will remain anonymous this is much like the nfl awards where we have 50 voters and it is a secret uh although if you know once the award show is over if you were a voter and you want to write a column talking about how you you know your process why you voted defending your decisions more than more than welcome to do so after the awards have been announced but we wanted to keep this a surprise so everyone was sworn to secrecy um about their choices for these awards and uh yeah we didn't even we didn't even uh send out the list of awards so some of that it will be a surprise um this is going to be a rollicking good time. Very, very fun show. It was an incredible season. Um, the uh, the 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 listeners, the the, the, the <laughs> this is going to be a show of, with pomp and potentially circumstances, possibly, uh, some, circumstances, possibly some circumstances, possibly some consequences. <laughs> um, and a couple things because a big thing that happened while we were discussing the results of the voting the champions of these uh, awards. We came up with more awards. Uh, We had regrets about not making more notes during the year for certain awards. So we, we have made a point of next year, we're going to take better notes and we have 19 um, awards to handle. We have 19 categories, but that doesn't mean those are going to be the same next year. If you, if you think we're missing a category, if you have a better idea, by all means, I'd love to hear it. I'd, uh, you know, throw it in the chat, throw it in the comments, hit us in the Discord, it's on Twitter, because this is you know, there's no fucking rules. I mean, we can do whatever we want. Uh, yeah. The, the, hey, the categories might be totally different next year. We don't fucking don't know. Care. We can do whatever we want. So. <laughs> All right. So uh, with that uh, general setup, thank you for joining us tonight, uh, Andy. Uh, just real quick before we get into the awards, you got an over or under for how long this is going to be? We're going to keep this under four hours, probably. I'm going to go one hour, 26 minutes. Okay. I think that's pretty fair. All right. Some of, some of them, you know, some of them are pretty quick. Some of them you need a little more discussion. But yeah, we will. Uh, let's fire away. Let's get into these awards. Okay, with that, that too. <laughs> what's our first award? Oh, that we're is, starting out with a banger. I know, we're going to oh, start negative. We'll this start one negative. might be the best one of the whole freaking night, and we're just getting... Okay, so this is, this is maybe this is like, this is like supporting actor, uh, supporting actress early. You, you yeah, throw the people a you, you get them yeah, excited. And then you go to the technical awards. <clears throat> okay. Right? You start, okay. With, start with a good one, end with a good one, kind of you go, but yeah, baddest... Baddest wow. beat, um, dude. You seven have, nominees. Oh my god, these are all so hard. I, okay, go for it. Read them out. The, the right. baddest beat of the year uh, is our first award of the night. Andy, the nominees are Commanders Rams over forty eight and a half. Oh god, the, the miss, <laughs> oh the miss god. next point. That one, that one was in the bag for some people. Dallas plus three and a half at Philly. Oh, Jesus. The Drew. Jesus. Yeah, that one hurt me badly. That one did <laughs> yes. hurt really bad. Uh, yeah, Bills money line at Philly week twelve. Oh God, they had that locked up, and then was, uh, they made a fifty-nine yard field goal to tie it and send it to overtime. They scored first in overtime, still lost. Oh, that hurt. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. This this was the one that was steamed all week by sharps and squares alike. Patriots yeah. plus the points. Plus two and a half, yeah. Um, versus Patriots the Raiders. Two and a half versus the Raiders, a late safety in that one. Uh, the Texans as a short favorite over the Bucks in the middle of the season. Well, now there. why was that? Why is that one a bad beat? Remind me what happened there. I don't remember. Oh, the Texans! Oh, the Texans kicker got hurt, and they kneeled. They kneeled. They scored. They scored the the game winning touchdowns. They scored the touchdown to go up by two points, and they kneeled. Oh my god! Oh, hellacious beat on Texans minus. That was yeah. The the opted not opted not to take the extra point. Mm. And one by two, the famous mm. toastry bowl. We threw a college one in there because that game was ridiculous. Um, and then, yep, yeah, you put wait, 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 we got we just got to give a little shine to the famous toastry bowl because I okay. So, first of all, like we'll talk about process and stuff. The, the last one you sorry, I just stepped over, over you, but yeah, Brock Purdy MVP 50 to one, also a very bad beat. Um, all right, my vote was the famous toastry bowl here. Um, and uh, we just spoiler alert, Andy and I are two of the 50 voters. Um, I, this was the one where what was it Western Kentucky uh, elected or they kept it a secret that their quarterback wasn't going to play during the entire bowl run up cycle. And they instead started the offensive coordinator or the coach's kid at quarterback. And he was like, this was against Old Dominion. I believe it was the one that was used to be in Bahamas, but they moved it to, I don't know, Orlando or something. It was in Myrtle uh, Beach or something. Myrtle Beach. Yeah, so, something like that. Anyway, still don't know what famous toastery is, but that's fine. Uh, they sponsored a whole bowl. And uh, yeah, the ODU kids went up four touchdowns, I think. I think it was 28 nothing in the first It was 28 nothing. Uh, the, uh, the coach's kid was so bad, they went to another quarterback who actually had uh, a pulse. Uh, and he not only brought Western Kentucky all the way back to win, uh, I think they ended up closing. They, they ended up scoring fourth and goal. Uh, they cl- they covered every number. Uh, that one, that was that was that that was my vote. That was my vote. What was what was your vote here? Yeah, oh, Drew. Oh, oh, we're voting for a college football in the start of the <laughs> NFL awards. Good job. Um, I, and the, Mike Mike who I don't know if I've ever said his name, but new commenter. Hot take. Pat's Raiders was overrated. Raiders were covering almost the whole game. Mm. That was my vote, though, because oh, it, was okay. just, it was just so heart-wrenching. You did. It was, I think it was just surprising because he expected it to be a pick six, and instead it was the safety. Okay. Okay. All right. So I have the envelopes here. Uh, I will read the awards. Uh, and the first winner, so for the winner, for the baddest beat of the year, it is... Pats plus two and a half versus the Raiders week six. Andy, you are the, uh, you're correct on this one. Um, Talk me through what happened here. What was, what was, what made this one so especially bad? I mean, they were, they were deep and actually we'll we'll watch it because we we do have a few clips. Jones. Five yards deep. It is a safety. The safety by Crosby. (laughs) Nichols meet at the quarterback. Oh no! Wow. Oh no! I mean, he's gonna throw it away just, the second time. You needed yeah. the four and out. You, you think you think they're gonna throw it away the second time, but they don't. They he just don't takes the sack. Oh my god, that is brutal. And um, I, I get, I get that it was maybe not the worst baddest beat, but it was just because of the community. So oh, many sure. people, so many people were on it. <laughs> like everybody had that number. Everybody had bet that. Um, I teased it, so give a fuck. Okay. 
Okay, you didn't care. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, Mac Jones, literally, he just had to throw it away, right? Like, and then they probably punt on fourth and 15, we assume. Uh, and they then might have the gone Raiders, for it, but then it would have just been Neils. It would just been Neils, yeah. yeah. Basically, any other play besides a, a, a safety or a pick six yeah. there, and the two and a halfs are good. They're home, they're good. Um, okay, well. Whew, off to a fire start. My God, dude, that whole list, man, all of those. I, I think I have heartburn just reading and, and thinking about it. Yeah, these. also, if we, if we oh missed my any, God. because oh, we threw these Lord. together. All afternoon, we were coming Woo. up with more. We we're, were, like, dropping them off lists and adding new ones before we got it up to the voters. Like, it was it was a pain. So if, if we missed something, obviously hit us up. All right. Okay. All right. Second well, one. good job. Uh, let's uh, Let's go ahead and take a look at our second award of the night it is the backdoor cover of the year andy the nominations are so is and before i read these a backdoor cover is just it's i mean it's one person's backdoor cover is another's bad beat I, I, <laughs> no 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 i would, no, no. I would say I they're a little know. they're a little different they are a little different okay. but okay someone did mention the ravens and i'm not sure which ravens game they mentioned but there was a few of them but yeah vikings plus seven at the eagles with their backdoor early Cardinals plus nine and a half versus the Ravens. Maybe that's the game you're referencing. Although the Ravens had several games they were up in. Uh, the Giants plus six versus the Rams late in the season, courtesy of Tarad. And uh, I think that was a. Uh, did Tarad start that one? And the, I don't he, even remember who the quarterback he came was. in relief. And then, yeah, Lions, a couple of week 17 games. The Lions plus five versus the Cowboys in week 17 as okay. well. Um, let me, let me just kind of provide a little commentary here and then I'll tell you what I voted for. Um, it was not a big year for backdoor covers. Uh, so for me, a backdoor cover is very specific. It's the underdog that is catching a meaningful amount of points. Mm -hmm. Realistically, as the game is winding down, they have very low probability of getting inside the number. And then in garbage time, they score that gets them into the num inside the number. That's and, fair. And, yeah, it, and, it is. There is a distinction. Yeah, and it's basically just that uh, you know it's it's a meaningless score usually. It doesn't impact the outcome of the game, but it does flip the flip the result mm -hmm. for those of us in the betting community. Um, and there was there weren't a lot of these this year. Um, I completely forgot about the Vikings backdoor uh, against the Eagles. The Eagles had that cover in hand with one minute to go when T.J. Hawkinson scored. Um, I will never forget the Cardinals backdoor <laughs> cover. Uh, and honestly, I did not vote for that out of out of anger that this was included yeah. in the nominations. <laughs> I, um, vote, I voted for the Vikings one, and uh, <laughs> we, we were we were heartily outvoted on this. One. Okay, my my vote was for the Giants. Um, this cover against the Rams came at the uh, behest of the slowest punt return touchdown of all time by yeah. Gunnar Olshowitz. <laughs> that the Giants had no business covering this game. Uh, the Rams were a substantially better team, uh, and uh, ultimately uh, that Gunnar punt return touchdown was the difference for the Giants backers in this one. You said you voted for Vikings. Yeah. Okay. Let's get the envelope out, and the winner of the backdoor cover of the year is. <laughs> 48 votes, Andy, for Cardinals plus nine and a half versus the Ravens week eight. Uh, do we have to relive this one? We're, we're going to relive this one a little. I clipped a little up oh, because they were, so they, were, they were up by oh my God. Two, two touchdowns plus here. We'll, we'll, we'll go to the video. Dobbs looks left, throws we've, we've, left, we've got the snags it. 
Touchdown, Marquise Brown against his former team in the car. Don't get the two-pointer, though. Raider. This is the real And they wanted Aguilar. Hits off his body. Aguilar. And it looks like the Cardinals get it. I forgot it was Aguilar. Of course it was Aguilar. What and a then Capo Jesus. left third and six. Dodge floats mid right extends. Makes the catch Operation clean. Brader's kick. Knuckles. He knuckled that thing in. I know it barely got in there. Barely got it through. Oh man. Oh God. <laughs> Patrick. Oh my God. At least the Ravens have oh, my God. a high note. <laughs> Dude, that was insane. That had to be the only uh, onside kick that was recovered all season, right? There were that two. was like there were two successful were two, onsides. Said. Somebody was making a case on the timeline for the the fourth and fifteen play, and um, they said it was like two oh. for forty or whatever in onsides this year. Oh my god! It, onsides just yeah, it, it is. After they change how many players you can have on a side, it just doesn't work anymore. So I'm fine <laughs> changing it. I can't believe it. I've barely, I don't even think I laid more than a touchdown in any game this year besides that game. And sure, I kind of want to just do more clips. Like, I'm just thinking out loud for next year. <laughs> I, I like, I like clipping these and getting mad. We should oh just do more clips God. during the season. Yeah. Well, we got to, we're walking a thin line. I don't know. If we do this over and over again, I don't know. Uh, yeah. If we get in trouble, we'll see. Uh, all right. Let's keep this moving on. Uh, I, I can't even, I'm so excited to see what's next. Um, dying to know. Ooh, this one's a little niche. <laughs> this is a little niche. The deep dive halftime stream of the year. Uh, now we really did need stuff. we really did need to solicit suggestions for this one because, as you can imagine, I don't remember many of the deep dive halftime streams this year. Um, but uh, I do I do really appreciate this list. I liked all of these. Andy, please, the nominees are. The nominees are. The week five Bears versus Commies. I don't remember oh, any of these. That was the one where I was in one country and you made the okay, case for the over and it got there by the end of the third quarter. We had a sure, grand, sure. grand old time. Yeah. Uh, week seven, Monday night, Niners Vikes, where uh, Purdy got concussed and started throwing interceptions. <laughs> a couple Niners under the Thanksgiving, yeah, Thanksgiving Niners Seahawks. I think I was traveling. That might have been Andy from his childhood bed. The old that sounds bench. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Seahawks Cowboys thirteen. I don't. That one that was just well a either. damn good game. Yeah, all those points. Yeah, we just oh, played yeah, the yeah. over. It was a million points in the first half. <clears> and we played the <clears> over, and yeah, it, we just it said, was it, just coast over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thursday night, week fourteen, Pats Steelers. Oh um, man. The game that got moved from Monday to Saturday. Monday it was, night football just, on it Saturday. was just it was just a Saturday game, but it was it a was Monday flexed. night football crew. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was flexed to the Saturday game. Lions, Cowboys, and a couple weeks ago, wild card Finns versus Chiefs, where Tua couldn't be uh, you know, a grown-up quarterback. It just looked like hot garbage. And I think we just rolled with it. Okay. Good nominees, man. Whew. Okay, let's see what the voters. This was gonna be a tough one because this is there's a lot of lot of lot of uh, close calls here. Uh, actually, who did you vote for? Out of curiosity, just the only one I remember, the wild card one. Okay. <laughs> My memory's so <laughs> shit, bro. I voted for the uh, week five Bears at Commies. That was the. Uh, that was a great one. I just because that, right that was that was that was maybe my favorite weekend of the whole fall. That week five uh, and being up in wine country and uh, and then yeah, I didn't have a good read on that game at all. And you came through in absolute flying colors with that over. So uh, with that, 
Let's look at the uh, the winner. The deep dive halftime stream of the year is Wild Card Saturday. Fins at Chiefs. This was a good maybe, one. Maybe maybe a little um, recency bias in the voters there. You know what though? It, you know what I actually I would choose to believe, and why I think this was elected the winner. Um, well, number one, we I I was I was on the uh, fringes of uh, of of coherence i was yeah. quite drunk um and i think actually just chiefs in general as a second half under bet this was the last time we got Chiefs second half under opportunity and we nailed yeah. it on that one um should have played that at the afc champion yeah should have yeah should have played that the afc championship game second half obviously uh, a little bit of regrets there i think we brought it up but uh, yeah the andy reed second half uh under uh, was really uh, was really something on that wild card one. Let's uh, let's uh, let's keep moving on, man. We got three down. How many do we got all together? We have nineteen. Oh yeah. hell yeah! That's, that's why I didn't pull a clip for everything because there's too damn many. But yeah, the next one it. up will be our worst takes from this summer. <laughs> a little a little more niche too, but another we, we niche said, take. Yeah, another niche award. Yeah, we've done yeah. something like this where we've done some self flagellation on on some things that we said, but we, I feel like we needed to put it up for a vote. And yeah, the, the, uh, the nominees here are true Drew. This was more of a drew one. Although you did talk to me. <laughs> you did. Rams. Did you have, I get the nom that the voters, I guess, or the, the, uh, the, the nominees, people, I guess don't remember. I guess maybe you didn't have any bad off season. Oh, I no, I, I kind of was with you on the Jags. I was definitely with you on uh, Desmond Ritter as well. I think uh, Rams might have a bottom two team in the NFL. Man, that was not correct. Desmond Ritter <laughs> can manage the Atlanta offense to an NFC South title. Also not correct. I mean, yeah, the fact that it was close was more indicative of the other teams than anything Desmond Ritter did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jags to win the AFC South should be more like 250. I did say exactly that. And that yes. lost. <laughs> yeah, that um, lost. Yeah. Uh, and then Sam Darnold, comeback player of the year. That was a for sure a Drew take. But you got to get in the Wayback Machine on that one. And remember, like, you know, what? whatever, six months ago, we were yeah. really unsure if Brock Purdy was going to be playing at all. Yeah, it's true. Okay. Uh, who did you vote? Which, what, 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 uh, what, where was your vote on this one? I mean, the, the Darnold one, because it's the funniest. Okay. <laughs> okay. I voted for uh, Rams might have a bottom two team in the NFL because I, I honestly was like, I need to find some ways to put my money where my mouth is on that. And uh, I'm glad that there really were no ways to, uh, to truly. Uh, go there um but uh yeah they were great <laughs> the rams were amazing this year the rams might have been the number two, the best, second best team in the nfc when it's all said and done is that crazy yeah they they would have given the niners a good game as well yeah so that was my my pick was rams but uh let's sure. see what the let's see what the uh the voters had to say about this one uh the winner is of course sam darnold comeback player sam of the darnold. year you know I'm gonna, so, I'm gonna, the, the Rams I'm gonna, was a shitty take, but Darnold was just such an off the wall wrong one. I think maybe that's because <laughs> the fucker didn't play, man. He played one game uh, and he won, right? Oh no, he lost that's, to the Rams. He, he lost, lost to the Rams. Rams. Um, no, the, uh, the Rams so, were not a bottom right. two team. I'm not going to try to rewrite history or make make a, make a, a, a re, you know recast why I thought this was fun, but it was fifty to one. It was fifty to one. Like I feel like I'm being a little little unfairly persecuted here. Um, we didn't know if Brock, Brock Purdy had surgery in March, guys. Surgery on his elbow, on his throwing arm in March. I don't think it was crazy that Darnold was going to be able to perform well enough with this offense to to have sort of the Geno Smith type of uh, type of comeback 
player of the year campaign. And, and honestly, if we're, t- if we really want to know why I thought DeMar Hamlin wasn't going to get it is I, I didn't think the bills had the stones to play him. <laughs> Honestly, I was like a little, I, I didn't think he was going to make the team. Cut. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to make the team, but once to, he, you know, he made the team, you, they played him. So yeah. Yeah. to be Ultimately, fair to you, you are not the only person to have a bad comeback player of the year. Take this year. <laughs> <laughs> you, are among the you are, you are the one, you're the first person to corner this market. Drew. <laughs> I had the weakest, uh, the weakest portfolio in comeback player of the year market of anyone. Yes. Uh, started out weekly at least. Um, okay. Well, that was good. Um, these are, of course, these are those, those last two were obviously very specific to our show and our listeners. So I hope you guys appreciated those. Um, we're going to continue to stay in, uh, uh, the, um, uh, kind of deep dive niche, uh, zone and we're going to look next at the best best bet of the year uh so it was a good year for us i think um overall uh nice easy ones yeah we had some nice easy ones it was there was some luck obviously as there always is in any football season and we were on the right side of fortune better to be lucky than good as they say um but yeah andy the uh the best bet best best bet of the year nominees were Ah, the Ravens minus six versus the Seahawks in an absolute shellacking dump trucking. Uh, <laughs> yes, the dump trucking. The Bills just as a field goal favorite at home. Amazing. Over, uh, a, a Finns team that was kind of in. They were in coming off of point. seventy to twenty. They were coming yeah, off of seventy to twenty. Come on, not a lot of teams do well after a seventy point win. Uh, the Jets plus three versus the Texans late in the season. There, getting the points in a was that a weather game too? Uh, it was a weather game, uh, and uh, they we're had just a bunch kind of at the top too. of the Texans. Yeah, we're at the top of the Texans market yeah. with the injuries, yeah. and then of course Drew's. Uh, this is one of the ones you really pounded the table for. Oh, the Packers getting one. points against the Cowboys in the playoffs, betting against McCarthy against the McCarthy. Um, I guess whatever revenge spot not that that's really a thing guys although i've already started looking at the uh, revenge spots for 2024 so um <laughs> yeah I, I guess i was partial to the ravens one because i bet the okay. ravens so much yeah i uh i voted for bills uh that was that was a fun one because uh and it was a wild long road but uh we were we weren't just banging the table that the bills were the bright side against the fins but we were saying now is the right time to buy bills uh afc east and it was it was it was a roller coaster it was a journey it was a journey uh i think i bet some bills afc championship i bet some uh what do you call it uh josh allen mvp uh and then yeah definitely had some afc east but biggest position was bills minus three so all right with that let's uh real quick to john my personal favorite he says was raiders minus three versus the Chargers. (laughs) they're covering by 40 if you you played if you played if that was one of your best bets you uh you deserve a a yes okay uh let's open the uh, envelope and look at the winner the best bet of the year for the deep dive podcast and its listeners was bills minus three versus the fins week four what a game do we have any uh, clips to help remind us uh, of the uh, the magnificence so, of uh, of bills minus three wasn't a it wasn't a blowout to start with but the wheels definitely started to fall off on tua and as much as we remember the negatives for Stefan Diggs down the stretch. This was when he was staying. They're getting their hands on him with the help back here. Second and 10. 
Down the field and intercepted. He overthrew him. It's Micah Hyde. Clock like Hyde. Spinning out of one tackle and smiting no, down no, enough no. of him to bring him down. 14 point First game halfway through the third. My God. He's got to win That's quick. the thing. Like, this was just. It, it started to get really easy. It's a touchdown catch. Stephon Diggs for the third time today. He was just looking that guy number four. I forget the number four guy's name, but uh, he was uh, he was not very good. Kohuku or Kohu. I forget his name. Um, forget, all right. NFL. I should have reversed them all. So then the NFL can't get mad at us. Oh, really? Oh, I don't know. Well. I just swiped them all from YouTube, okay. man. This is this. Even if they make us take it down, if they make us delete it, so be it. All the people we were hoping we're we're watching are, are probably seeing this live. So it is what it is. Um, <clears throat> okay. Uh, what do we got next? I think there's one more or a couple more kind of deep dive specific ones. Yeah, I mean, we, we did um, best, best, best bet. We're gonna go worst, best bet. Oh, these worst, some best bet of the year. These, and I mean, this goes hand yeah. in hand with what you'd said about the Rams. A big part of your Rams fade was. Mm. taking the Seahawks first uh, first week of the season. So one of your favorite bets was the Seahawks minus five at the Rams to start the season. That didn't turn out so hot. Um, one of mine was teasing the Steelers with everything under the sun. I was, uh, I guess, bewitched by their preseason acumen where the starters went out and looked pretty good offensively, even with Matt Canada. Uh, I teased the Steelers with a few things to get them up to like plus eight, eight and a half versus the Niners. That was a 30 to seven game. Uh, the Panthers plus five and a half at the Jags week 17. The oh my Panthers God. didn't, uh, Panthers still haven't showed up to that game. That was a <laughs> spot. Uh, was we a got shut out 26 nothing. Yeah, you, you were pretty mad about that one, I do believe. And then Niners. Yeah, Niners. In oh, the my NFC God. Title game. Yeah. The fact that we saw what we wanted to see from them in the second half, yeah. but we needed a full game of that to, to get it done. And I don't even consider that a bad beat on the seven, seven and a half. Like they left them plenty of time and their yeah. defense wasn't stopping yeah. much. So I, I wasn't even too mad about that. And yeah. I did vote for that one because it was a playoff game. It should carry extra weight. Yeah. And honestly, the part, especially because part of the handicap was I just didn't think the Lions had that kind of an effort in them. And they were they were very much there in the first half of that one. And uh, yeah, if it's not for a, a ball off a face mask, if it's not for a weird uh, bad handoff fumble. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Niners are Niners may be home. Uh, so. Ooh, that was a tough one. Uh, Panthers plus five and a half at the Jags was my vote for worst best bet of the year. Um, we covered that right before I was traveling. I was in Savannah. We did. I was very, very oh, hungover. God, I forgot that. I was very hungover. <clears throat> I said some very, um, uh, I had some certainty in my my tone about the Panthers being live in that game at the Jags, and they were not <laughs> even close. Uh, they lost twenty six to nothing, and uh, market came with me. Uh, but ultimately, that one was a people did like that one, but not oh, disastrous. But um, yeah. So uh, anyway, the winner and. Ooh, actually, not even really that close of a vote. It is Seahawks minus five at the Rams week one. Um, yeah, a couple kind of the of voters saying, commented Oof. that the, the Discord was against us. They they were, were, I believe Sam, yeah, Sam was were. heavy, heavy Rams. Yeah. Um, and a good yeah. point and something to kind of put in your pocket for next year is uh, the uncertainty of week one. Never be oh, too certain. And, yes. Uh, uh, we quickly found out the Seahawks weren't a bad team, but uh, the Rams were a lot better than we thought. Yeah, but knowing what we know about those two teams now, um, it's probably Rams minus five. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. At home? At home? God, the I full strength, my... Right? I'm, uh, I'm similar like with numbers. the te- yes, teasing teasing the Steelers out to plus eight. Uh Andy's uh Andy's teaser like like you paid minus two fifty six for uh, what is probably fair? It's close to All fair. Right. Seattle uh, heads so, to LA. Yeah. Um, I make it with with one point eight home field. I make it four point eight. Okay, so it's the wrong team favorite <laughs> by exactly that price. Um, unbelievable, unbelievable. Okay, uh, let's see next uh, next one. I think we got some other fun ones here. The best secret pod play. <laughs> there was only one nominee. We, we uh, couldn't put anything up against this. We couldn't. And uh, this was the first nomination. And then we closed nominations for this award once they kind of thought this one through. Uh, the secret pod play of the Finns team total over 24 versus the Broncos week three. Uh, again, we'll remember the handicap was pretty straightforward. The Broncos played two games at home at altitude. They suffered a number of injuries in the second game. Yeah. Then they went on the road to the Miami heat and humidity in week three. A game and a place where the Broncos go and put up miserable performances year in, year out. This one was an (laughs) all-timer. Yeah. I don't think there was any... I mean, this was home by the middle of the second quarter, probably? What was the... Around around the two-point... Around the two-minute warning. So that was their fourth touchdown. They get to 28-0. Denver would then fumble the second play after getting the ball back. And uh, the Miami Dolphins would score again on a three-yard touchdown. So uh, it would be thirty-five to thirteen at the end of the first half. This God. was a this was a goofy ass game. <laughs> to getting a team total home of twenty-four with minutes to play in the second yeah. quarter is freaking you're, you're just the winner. You just win. It's we like, didn't we didn't even let people vote. Said this um, is the winner. Yeah, I'm not, yeah I'm, not, I'm not even going to open the envelope. All right, good job. Good job by the uh, Finns team total. What is the next uh, nomination? I don't think we did worst secret pod play, right? Uh, no, and we're going to go. Oh, yeah, we're going to uh, we're going to venture outside of the um, outside of the specific nuances and nature of the, the deep dive podcast here and talk a little bit about the community at large. And uh, we're going to go with the best analyst non gambling first. Um, a lot of good nominees here. Uh, honestly, like we got a list of about 10 and I was like nodding along and yes, agreed, yeah. agreed, agreed. But we winnowed it down to the four most nominated and Andy, they are in order. Uh, former NFL player, tight end and all around great guy, Greg Olson. Okay. Uh, ESPN analyst and also a person who has a dog named Lenny. Mina Kimes. Great nomination. Yep. Nate Tice. Um, another Minnesotan. Yep. He was uh, raised up here while his father was working for the Minnesota Vikings. And our friend Ben Solak of The Ringer, mm. who just really writes a nice article every Sunday night, Monday morning. That's absolutely yep. must read if you do love the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. Great Twitter uh, uh, follow as well for some of his, uh, some of his high, you know, his breakdown, telestrated breakdowns. Um, I'm sure he has a brand name for those that I'm escaping me, but I absolutely love his stuff and good friend of ours. Um, we could talk about, I think we both voted for the same player, so we could talk about it after we count and read the awards here. Um, and, uh, the winner is Greg Olson. And let's talk about why I, I voted, voted for Greg Olson. For, you I voted, voted for, for him. Ben. 
Uh, oh, you did? Oh, I thought you yeah. said you voted for Greg too. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Ben's a perfectly good vote as well. Um, yeah, I get, I, 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 uh, I, I have a tough time, uh, really kind of singling somebody out because there was so much great work done by these general folks over the course of the season, but the Greg Olson, uh, kind of elevating the, um, you know, the, the color commentary for like the, the only super high profile now. games. Um, and honestly, he was on like a bunch of really important, good games and he crushed it every single time uh which begs the question of what to expect for him in the future as kind of the number one analyst on the fox broadcast because well i mean like that those are the reports but like do we think brady's really gonna like it's one thing to come in i think it's been it's been in the works for a while and i think that deal is signed and there's a lot of money involved and uh, I don't know that they can back out of this at this juncture. I think it's going to be Tom Brady stealing a spot. I'm not sure if they yeah. they move him to, uh, you know, that's the thing. Like, do you have to put Tom Brady in the number one spot? You can say, well, it's our number one crew. You don't have to put him on the best game. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, yeah, right, of course, right? Especially if he's going to take a couple of years to kind of get his feet under him, right? And they, he's pushed this off two years, right? He pushed it off one year. He went back and played. He pushed it off another year. Like, who's to say he actually shows up and does this? I, I think he. I think he really is. I think. Okay. I think he's going to come in and do it. So. Okay. I don't know. Greg Olson said he's going to explore all options. Hopefully, he is broadcasting oh. games for next year. You think he'll uh, There's go other, over to CBS? He's going to. He's going to slide into slide into the Romo chair with Nance. I think I think Romo's just kind of checked out, man. Sometimes. Oh, interesting. I think, I think Romo could. I think Romo wants to golf. Mm, okay. He's actually well, he's a really good golfer. This right. uh, like these these kind of decisions like aren't trivial for these broadcasting companies. No. Um, there's a lot of money at stake here, and uh, I'm not I am not 100 percent sure that he won't still be uh, on the NFC Championship game next year. We will see. He should be. I don't think there's really any likelihood that Brady is so amazing out of the gate that we're like, wow, why don't we have him doing this game instead of the guy who was the best color commentator of anyone across all football this year. So, um, anyway, I'm going to I think, I'm gonna have to put this up just so I can say tingle tongue ASMR. I think Hanson <laughs> Romo might retire very soon and it will be Ian, Ian, I have to say Ian, Ian Eagle. Ian Eagle and Greg Olson. I don't hate that. I like Ian Eagle. Wow, that's an interesting. I think that's take. A, that's a good that's a good matchup. That's an interesting take. Um, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, the um, but yeah, ultimately, I uh, uh, I voted for Greg not because I thought he was clearly the best, but because he he made the games better and like uh, you know like. I, I appreciate yeah, no one tunes yeah. in for the broadcaster no no what, but if, if you can if elevate they do the a good job then, yeah, it's such yeah. a it's such a nice little bonus yeah yeah that's what's, what people uh, enjoy about the manning cast yeah they, what's next uh across the uh what's next across the uh uh the media space oh uh, man this one's negative taking it, taking it negative All we right. had to do we had to do All one right. negative one and i hate okay. to do this sort of thing i hate to shit talk because i've given out bad advice i've said of course shit. we've already covered some of the worst stuff <laughs> yeah, that we but, did all year of course but mm. all of these all of these guys have been net negative at some point or another first people betting football mm. uh worst gambling analyst and this was tough we had to pull a couple people out of here clay travis blood bank go get rich kids mike lombardi 
does yeah. not like me. Yeah. It's not like true. Specifically, does not like oh, me. Simon Hunter, <laughs> Simon Hunter just missed. Yeah. Look uh, at Trent. Yeah. Who, you know, the, yeah, he's a parody and it's honestly, fine, he's, I, that, I'll, I'll tell you who I voted for in a minute, but go ahead. Go and ahead. then Warren Sharp, who, mm, of referee conspiracy. Yeah. Fame, the referee yeah. conspiracy theory yeah. bumped him up. Yeah. Mm. Um, my vote was Book at Trent. And honestly, like, I, this is not a, um, this was not a lightly. I, I didn't. I didn't take this vote lightly because obviously, like, many, many Clay Travis is Clay Travis is pretty clearly the most destructive personality of these four by far. But the book of Trent is driving a lot of people into problem gambling in a way that I think is a little bit concerning. Um, and I don't know that. Um, I don't know that I'm the right vessel for kind of exploring this. <laughs> you know, this particular avenue, but. Uh, yeah, I, I don't love the idea that, you know, there's um, glorification of losing to the degree that he is glorified. And I don't know that, yeah. uh, like, the, I don't weird, know that. The weird cuck fantasy like, yeah. style of gambling is weird. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, Warren, Warren Sharp also gets a bump for putting the anthem in his freaking sales package for one year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's see who gets it. I got a funny feeling I will be. It is Clay Travis, uh, the worst gambling analyst. And honestly, like if you're just gonna do it based on the gambling the takes, playoffs. this was uh this was pretty obvious. <laughs> this yeah. was pretty straightforward. Uh let's keep cooking. Um, I guess we got some other good fun media awards. Gambling media, gambling media rookie, rookie of, of the year. year. I love this. Ooh, these are fun. Um we have uh, of nominated. Uh, do you want to read the nominees out for Gambling Media Rookie uh, of the Year, Andy? G-String George. Is he? What, is he the Hammer or is he? There's like uh, two yeah, companies. Ford Progress. It's like Hammer. Yeah, yeah, I always I always mix up Hammer yeah. and Bet Stamp because of Pizzola, but Hammer guy, George yeah. Riley Paganakis of just being a general weirdo. Um, he his Twitter that runs the spectrum of food up to gambling and all sorts of things and G grp is having a, a hell of a year i just uh anthony de bundo year, yeah. my favorite italian guy for sure young um, yeah he reminds me of an actor and i can't think of it hmm. um uh it'll he has like bit parts in a few uh it'll it'll come to me later uh, sharp clark's hat Ooh, great looking hat uh, love a uh, big hat guy well, he and to be fair, he only wears the hat if he's had a winning week. That's a thing. Is that right? That's I true. Like that. it's, a, it's a reward for himself. It's a nice way to self-reward yourself. And Love then it. Barry Horse's voice messages. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't, you put that in there, and then I voted for it too because, <laughs> like, I like him. All right, let's look at the winner. It is Gambling Media Rookie of the Year, Barry Horse, Horse's voice messages. Um, yes. Uh, it's because I couldn't pick between the other four. They're all, they all did great. Yeah, they all, they really were. There's a lot yeah. of, a lot of great choices. And there. I couldn't give George um, an award. Not George, not, not, uh, GRP. No, uh, no, no. no. Yeah, I, I, can't, I couldn't was, give GRP No, award. I couldn't either. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, G stack George, uh, was, uh, was, he was definitely, um, uh, a good addition. I liked his work for the forward progress. Debundo, great choice. Sharp Clark's hat, obviously good. But Barry Horse's voice messages may be the most money this yeah, year. That's that's so that was why I put more. These may be money. Yes, like yes. Every waking up on Saturday and yes. figuring out which players are entered. Obviously. All right, let's keep going through the media section portion of this one. I'm sure there's some other fun stuff here. 
least enjoyable narrative of the year. Toughest, <sighs> toughest award for you to choose when you voted, this, when you filled out this, your ballot. Is this the toughest one? This was tough. This was tough because um, the way the internet works, the way that uh, the news cycle treats things now, the way things negative things are amplified, all of these become so big, so quick and overbearing. And my God, it's it's something. So yeah, the nominees for least enjoyable narrative. Okay. Uh, Purdy might be a bad quarterback. Purdy is a system quarterback. Purdy is a not good without Shannon. Oh, Purdy well, discourse, your, just generally. Pick your yeah. flavor there. Yeah. Rodgers might come back. Uh, Roger <laughs> said he's coming back on, on uh, McAfee. Um, oh, my God. Uh, how can you give Hamlin comeback player of the year when he barely plays? <laughs> uh, the folks are just like couldn't believe that he was even. I mean, there, there was takes like, I can't believe he's in the discussion. He doesn't play. <sighs> okay. Uh, football guys versus the analytics, just the general misunderstanding where th there'd be takes around, oh, how can analytics know if it's raining or not? So, <laughs> that's, fair. That's, that's fair. You should maybe just log off now. And then, yeah, just, just because it was so recent, just take what if it's you and me out there, Andy? Is it going to say go for Is two? Say go for two if it's, uh, and then, yeah, just take the points oh because God. that was such a nightmare just take the over the last month. I mean, oh, literally, a, a, a kicker had missed the same length of field goal earlier in the game. You don't just get free points. Yes. Okay. That one's, that one's been rough. I, I had the toughest time with this. I I elected um, Rodgers might come back as my least enjoyable narrative because every yeah, time yeah. that – I, I really kind of lumped all the Rodgers narrative arcs together for that one when I voted for that one. So that was a pretty easy decision for me. But I, I, honestly, these are all these were all miserable discourses. And so I, I'm happy, happy to see who the voters elected to pick. And it is, believe it or not – I'm not making this up. This was a five-way tie. We had 10 votes across our 50 ballots for each of these uh, nominations. I, uh, I, I, I'm fine. I'm, I'm there. I'm glad. I'm, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Um, I can tell you what the early leader in the clubhouse for the 2024 season is, and it, I don't know if it'll count. Um, but this, uh, this Taylor Swift psyops thing. Uh, that's going around right now is kind of that's it's kind something. of it's kind of making me mad. <laughs> I don't want the I don't want the Super Bowl to be derailed by weird conservative psyops Taylor Swift garbage. Like stop 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 I this. I had to stop. look up like stop psyops being a thing. Like psyops being a a word that people are throwing around now is is something. Yes, unbelievable. It's, it's been something, but yeah, I, I I I voted for football guys versus the analytics, not because okay. I'm just like big, like oh, you should always you know listen to your <laughs> analytics and do whatever you, you know they say, but it's mostly just the I hate when people enter an argument with just complete misunderstanding about what they're even arguing about. It's like ah, oh, that just bothers <laughs> me because honestly, this is a Florio tweet. We should do ranked. <laughs> well, we're Christopher. We're going to have to do ranked choice voting next year. We are we are gonna have to do ranked choice voting. Um, yeah. I didn't even think that. Well, I do. I don't know how to do that with Google Forms. Do you? Um, do you know how to do ranked choice voting with Google Forms? Uh, we might have to go to old paper ballots, bubbles, oh, Scantron. This is so much harder. <laughs> I thought it was so clever. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's keep marching uh, through the awards here. Uh, oh, this one's good. 
Megan I'm exact, I, I don't actually know because this one. Okay. So the next award is for those listening in podcast form. I apologize. You're missing the best part of this, which is, of course, the visual aspects of these presentations on YouTube. Um, but the next award is the least valuable player coach. Um, and this one's tough because I think every voter kind of had to sit down and figure out, well, what defines the least valuable, right? Because there's yeah. a, it's, it's a really, it's, it's the not a clearly award. defined it's award. Yeah, is it is it the is it the player who brings the least amount of value? Is it the player who hurts their team the most? Is yes, it the, exactly. You know, is it is it is it the quarterback on yes. the team with the worst record? Is it the, is it a player who, if you took them off the team and put a replacement player in, the team would be better for it? that? Like the so, the most improved uh, for it, right? Like yeah. honestly, is like it, is it? Are you the biggest locker room cancer? That's right. Are you the biggest? Yes, right. Is paying you hurting your ability to you know field a competitive team or you know, a championship team for for that matter? So who are the uh, who are the nominees, Andy, for the least valuable player coach for the twenty twenty three campaign? The nominees are itty bitty little Bryce Young, Ooh. Uh, our week one flag bearer Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> uh, four sex. plays? Did you get four yeah. plays out of Aaron Rodgers? Sex pass to Sean Watson. Oh my God, DeLuca Jones, good call. Where is Kadarius Tony? Kadarius Tony was Tony. very impactful in a couple of plays. He's lost yeah. in the game. Uh, Brandon Staley. Yeah, well, and and then yeah. just the Patriots, the Patriots in general, like everybody involved with that dumpster fire. Oh boy. Oh my goodness gracious, man. Um, yeah, that Patriots roster, Belichick, the GM, did quite a job. Um, I think. I wrestled with this one long and hard between Bryce Young and Aaron Rodgers personally. Although I gave yeah. I gave Deshaun Watson some consideration as well because like specifically Deshaun Watson kind of stringing the Browns along with the injury stuff felt a little weird and it did impact their season, right? Like if the if the Browns had a full 17 game slate with Flacco, like aren't they probably they maybe are beating the Ravens for the yeah, AFC I don't know. North, I don't right? know if Flag, I don't know. If, I don't know if Flacco had a whole year in him. Okay, <laughs> I think he okay. gave it. Some gave all. Yeah, that loss to D, the DTR start was weird because that came that out of nowhere. Weird. Yeah, that yeah, good, the good call yeah. on Ar- Arthur Smith should have made the list. Smith yeah, that's tough. Yeah, um, just, I, just, I was back and forth between Bryce Young and Aaron Rodgers because the, the 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 greatest negative total EPA performance of the season was put together by Mr. Bryce Young and it was the mo- the, yeah. the largest negative number by like kind of a substantial amount like it was that was really something um but he he's a rookie right. he's a rookie is it extenuated circumstances with like the coach getting fired mid-season and the offensive coordinators and blah blah blah, blah. I, that was that was just kind of a hot mess of a franchise so I'm, I'm I, I ended up going with Aaron Rodgers as my vote who was who was your vote here? yeah I, I voted I just hate him I just hate him. <laughs> <laughs> That's he got fifty. He got fifty votes. Yeah, he he did try to route, salvage his season though by bringing some entertainment by accusing Jimmy Kimmel of being a uh, a pedophile, uh, which was kind of a fun little almost getting Pat McAfee uh, fired from ESPN kind of. Uh, yeah, uh, that was a, that was an unexpected. Don't positive do that to your buddies. Fun wrinkle. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's see who the winner for the least valuable player coach is. It is Aaron Rodgers, and this actually was not a close call. So I guess people really did kind of look at the fact that um, you know the. Uh, the entire Jets season got derailed by that injury, and that he, you know, his—I don't know. The do hopes, you kind of do you blame? 
do you blame Rodgers in any way for not having a better answer at backup quarterback, like going with Zach Wilson? Like no, it seemed I like mean, he was like, oh, I'm going to tutor, tutor this guy and we're going to bring him along and we're going to make him, you know, we're going to, this team's still competitive. And I'm, I might come back if we're in playoff contention. Like, like I, don't, is he I don't remember in any way responsible was. for that. Who was it on the Colts that said that when they asked about Because I believe the backup was like Curtis Painter. And they said, <laughs> yes, like, why, why don't you practice? He's like, well, we don't, we don't. If, if number 18 goes down, we're fucked and we don't practice fucked. I think that's kind of where they're at. Like, or if Aaron Rodgers goes down, like there's, yeah. I, don't, I don't know that we're saving the season with any of the backups that are out there. We'll stick with what we got. And yeah, a big part of it was the, the, the hopes of a city, the hopes of a franchise that had been down in the dumps for a while. And then the fact that he strung him along later in the season. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, the pedophile stuff. Obviously. Uh, the 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 one kind of the 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 tipping point for me why I went Rogers was um, uh, bringing Hackett along, right? Bringing Hackett yeah. as the OC was a little like a little. Oh yeah, the, that that, that too, was like, a minus. Bringing that was all a minus. your bringing all your buddies, Randall Cobb, uh, Dalvin Cook. Right, like, didn't Dalvin like ultimately? Don't you think Rod, he, he like gave some of his salary back so they could go get Dalvin Cook? Right, like that. that there was uh, there was quite a lot of uh, quite a lot of shenanigans there that uh, that would be pretty uh, pretty good for me. So anyway, what do we got next? The next category is beating Ooh. a dead horse of the year award. This is uh, okay. another. This is a negative one on us again. Okay. Okay. Um. How would you define this award? Just, I guess, just how did you go about thinking about it? And then we'll read um, the nominees. The, the things that we said too much to the point where people would tease us about it in the chat. Okay. Like, okay. Or, or in the case of the first one on here, a shtick that went too far for <laughs> six weeks too just long. Just a little too far. Okay. Just, okay. But it, it, that one turned into a fun one. So the nominees for Beat a Dead Horse of the Year award are Drew's Mike Tomlin Coach of the Year campaign. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pseudo campaign let's be honest pseudo campaign um drew bringing up his five least favorite things about the ending of the cowboys and eagles since that was a 20 minute rant i brought that and i did bring that game up a lot yeah after i think maybe four uh, or five weeks in a row yeah yeah uh, Taysom Hill and the ball in his hands is a dangerous player. I can't <laughs> talk about the Saints without saying that out loud. Numerous people have brought that one up. Um, yeah. Me and then yeah, another one on me comparing every game where there's a, a, a good running game to Georgia TCU. Where like, oh man, remember it's like that Georgia TCU game. They're getting eight yards of carry no matter who is out there. Kid on crutches got a 16 yard run. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, the throw out the record for Steelers Ravens still love lost. We yes. take that yeah. over the top. I think we have six consecutive years of saying that every single time those teams play on the, yeah. On the slate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's 12 in a row. Well, winner, winner is unsurprisingly the Mike Tomlin coach of the year bit. <laughs> that, it was, it is, that was fun. Spencer Strider enthusiast has a point yeah. here. It is in a different tier. <laughs> it is. I I guess I'm glad that Mike Tomlin's Coach of the Year campaign like it, that it imploded when it did, so we could put that one to bed. Um, and uh, yes, I am still mad that uh, Mike Tomlin uh, elected to uh, call timeouts against the Colts uh, in a game that was decided and over, and forced the Colts to kick a field goal uh, to take that one over the total, which was a loser for me. I felt like that was maybe my comeuppance <laughs> for uh, making that uh, bit a little bit too uh, too long. So uh, I, I, I've I've been punished, uh, karmically punished for that. Um, what do we got next, man? Uh, your next award is. 
Worst flag of the year. Worst, worst. Another negative one. The negative ones are just more fun. The worst uh, official. <laughs> the worst, uh, you know, job done by an official. Uh, yeah. Andy, are you drinking AG1 mixed with iced tea and bourbon? Now, this is, so this is water that I put some of this Mio in, the energy stuff. And then I got down to like the bottom and I filled it with more water. So now it's just like kind of pink. Although I did have an AG1 earlier. <laughs> I like that stuff. It tastes good. Athletic All Greens, right. is that AG1? Yes. It's okay. that's not bad. This uh, uh, this podcast was not sponsored by AG. It's but, uh, by AG1. They're interested in having us. Bourbon. Yeah, if they're interested in having some sponsorships, by all means, reach out. All right. Um, Worst flags yeah. of the year, your nominees are the Lions at Cowboys. Yes, the tripping. Classic. Not the one you're thinking of, though. The penalty <laughs> on Peyton Hendershot, the tripping. The tripping yes. penalty that was yes. not a tripping penalty. Um, this is, <laughs> well, no, this, it was this, a trip, but it was on the Lions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, it was, uh, what's his name? Uh, Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. Tripped Hendershot, and Hendershot got called for 15 yards. <sighs> not oh, great. Man. Mm. Um, this is this is one that was maybe not near and dear to my heart, but the funniest one to me. <laughs> Kenny Pickett sneaking a fourth and one, leading against the Rams, needing it to end the game, essentially. Mm-hmm. Not coming particularly close <laughs> getting a really nice spot yeah it being on the other side of the two minute warning so the booth couldn't automatically review it and sean mcveigh being out of timeout so he could not <laughs> challenge the spot essentially losing the game because he had wasted timeouts unbelievable um, yeah the unbelievable. chiefs and packers patrick mahomes pass incomplete deep middle intended for mvs and the interference with Carrington Valentine. Yeah, that was not a flag, but yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, you can probably guess the last one. It is the illegal touch pass by Taylor Decker in the same Lions Cowboys game. We will not have to. Yeah, we'll no, drum to, roll. Drum not, roll no drum roll. This one. One. It, yeah. Obviously, this was my vote. It is the winner Lions at Cowboys. Penalty on Taylor Decker, five yards accepted. Um, God damn. Brad Allen and his crew uh, were absolutely hellaciously poor uh, on that Saturday night. And uh, it cost them a playoff assignment. They were obviously not included among mm-hmm. the playoff assignments. A um, couple of the funnest wrinkles of this, uh, in no particular order, uh, Man Campbell deciding to go for it on f- from the seven-yard line <laughs> to go for two uh, for the win. He had already decided... We're going for it. Uh, you get Micah Parsons offsides on that play. So then it was like fourth and three, I guess, or from the, it was like basically two point conversion attempt from the three. They don't get it. Uh, they lose the game by one. Um, ultimately didn't matter because they hosted in the second round anyway. Um, but uh, still hilarious that that decided the two versus three seeding. Um, it probably did that decide the NFC East for the Cowboys. The Cowboys would not have won the NFC East unless they won that game, right? Because the. Uh, yeah, they needed that game to Eagles. Get oh no, the Eagles lost Week 18, right? Ah, now I'm not. Yeah, it, maybe it, Eagles would have changed how Week 18 yeah. would have been treated. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, maybe the funniest wrinkle of all about that. Uh, Adam Schefter kind of lost his shit and uh, went after Brad Allen pretty, pretty aggressively yeah. in the wake of that particular game uh, to the tune of uh, maybe just wondering why Adam Schefter was so determined to get Brad Allen fired for that. Um, ultimately, like, you, do you have a, a general opinion on what happened there? I mean, as Tingle Tongue is pointing out, they did try to get a little sneaky with it, maybe got a little too cute. At the same okay. time, the fact was, 
they had a chance to go back, look at it, and fix it, and they stuck with it, and it cost them the game. That yeah. was it. Was rough. Yeah, I'm, uh, we learned in the aftermath that uh, they specifically talked to Brad Allen that about it the before they the game too. That, that was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, you think what happened was they just wrote down the wrong number, right? Like they just they they, they thought the wrong guy checked in, and then yeah. they it was on the it was communication on the part of the the ref. Yeah. PU. Unbelievable. All right. What do we got next? Comeback uh, play. Not player. Comeback play Comeback of the year. Play. And I think you threw in a you threw in a joke one here. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Our nominees did. are Broncos, Jonathan Cooper, which spell check does not love how he spells his name. <laughs> 35 year fumble recovery versus yes. the Bears week four. That was uh, uh big. The Vikings fourth and seven. Josh Dobbs did long scramble around the end versus the Falcons mm-hmm. in that game. Mm-hmm. The Packers going for two with, I believe, under two minutes left um, after they'd scored that touchdown to go up by one point against the Saints week three early in the season. And then the DeMar punt, the DeMar Hamlin fake punt versus the Chiefs. You know, they they tried. They tried for um, the, the Disney finish, as Mike Pierce was pointing out. Uh, okay, so let's let's talk about how these got nominated because this was tough. Um, this was a difficult one. Yeah, this was suggested as a uh, as a category, and I was like, "Man, dude, we're gonna." I this really tough to single out plays, and I just kind of searched, and I was like, "Well, what were the biggest comebacks?" The Broncos' twenty one point comeback against the Bears was, believe it or not, the biggest comeback of any team this year, which seems crazy because we had so many more ridiculous comebacks last year, mostly by the Vikings. Um, and honestly, that uh, 35-yard fumble touchdown that the Broncos got was kind of the deciding play in that game. That's how that, that ended up here. I I voted for the fourth and seven Dobbs scramble because that was just like jump up out of your chair electric to see him do that uh, on fourth and seven uh, to extend that drive and to get that win against the Falcons was unreal. Um Packers, Samari Torre. So my understanding, again, of the Packers going for that two-point conversion, and I think why it was included here, they were down eight. They scored. Yeah. They, had, they had just scored a touchdown with a 14-point deficit. It was an eight-point deficit, and they went for two correctly, analytically correctly. They went for two to make it a six-point game on the ensuing possession. They scored the game-winning touchdown to Dobbs. Uh, and so basically that, that was – that was included because it was kind of the correct application of the go for two. Which down. we've only seen about four or five times all year. Yeah, we didn't see it a ton this year. And we didn't have many games where it was like that was the deciding decision. And this that was one of them. Uh, and yeah. obviously, yeah, the DeMar fake punt versus the Chiefs was a fake. Didn't get a lot of votes. A fake nomination. <laughs> yes, no. Um, all right. The comeback play of the year. Ooh, interesting. It is the Packers Samari Torre two point conversion. Um, yes, I think uh, I think we're turning a corner here uh, in uh, in people understanding how because this isn't is it even analytics really or is it more just logic? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, that, it's like uh, math. Like, well, that's just probabilities. Like, yeah. uh, again, especially any time where you're an underdog, like you really need to be leaning into these things. Yeah. I think so too. I think so too. And yeah, as Vodzilla points out, the Saints open plus one and a half and close minus one and a half. So that two point was wildly important. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah. buddy. Oh buddy. Um yeah, it was yeah, it was the other way. The the Packers got steam there, but I mean you had the right numbers. Yes. Um, all right. 
We're getting, we got to be getting close. I think we've given it out about 16 awards, right? We're getting there. Um, We got four left. Oh, so we got 13 down. We got four left. I think your over under on time is going to be oh, on the nose. Um, What is our next category, Andy? Least oh, valuable. This one, play. This, one, this, this was my favorite. Of, of this, the, so of this the is ballot. tough this because we're favorite. just shitting. This is basically an extension of least valuable player because this was least valuable play. Um, all right. Least valuable player of the year nominees. Zappy in the comeback mode, the fake spike, and then throws it at like six defenders who are all standing around. Uh, this was the against the, the Colts in Germany. Yep. Yeah, the Colts. Standalone the game. The Ger- We're all waiting for football to start. We're all watching the end of this the miserable Colts-Patriots game. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Nick Mullins, who is basically in the grasp, sacked uh, by the <laughs> Bengals, I believe, and yes. somehow still manages to throw the ball directly at the guy who's sacking him for an interception. <laughs> uh, didn't think somebody could do Honestly, I don't think you could do that again. Uh, the Easton Stick bubble screen. Uh, who's that guy's name? Uh, number 18 on the Raiders. Oh, Jack Jones. Jack Jones. Jack Jones. Great play by him. But yeah, you kind of got to wing that a little harder. You can't let a guy come into your backfield and <laughs> give you a pick six like that. Uh, yeah. The Sam Howell pick six to Van Ginkle. Cause he, Unbelievable. Had, he had some bad throws, but. Yeah, that, that one was, was the worst. And then you had the <laughs> M- MVS, the MVS dropping the wide open touchdown versus the Eagles because that was painful for so many people. Oh, God. Um, I will uh, pull the curtain back a little bit about this. Uh, we had uh, about 20 good submissions. Uh, it was very hard to narrow it down to these five. Yeah. Um, re- just rewatching the MVS drop, like I, I, that was the most wide open consequential drop i can remember in it, it was long troy time. williamson troy williamson that one was massive massive i can't believe he uh uh he didn't like yeah, the you know, t- I, tony yeah. offsides tony Quentin, oh Quentin johnson was, dropping yep. the ball oh yes I mean, that, one, that one was good you see you guys remember there were there were some unreal least valuable plays we, this we year. might have to take submissions next year yeah guys. Well, from you, from yeah, from the the chat. We see we wanted to be a surprise for you guys because we, I know, we know that yeah. So we back and forth. Like, we should we, hard. Should we surprise them? We, yeah, we worked hard. We worked hard to keep this a secret from the from the loyals. Um, all right, who did you vote for? Nick Mullins. That one was the funniest. Yeah, I voted Mullins because that one was you did? funny to me. I'm from here. It was that one was funny. So, okay, let's see. The winner is oh, it's an upset. It's not Mullins. It was the Zappy fake spike into quad coverage int we got to relive this one 40 seconds to go zappy with a fake snap fake spike pardon me it's intercepted oh boy confidence doing anything in my entire life a fake spike and then directly zappy it was it was a miserable pass on top of a miserable decision on top of just (laughs) a a terrible play call oh my god Oh God, that one There's so was many something. So many Colts there. I know it. Yeah, as Donaldson's pointing out, Eisen was pumped. Can He's we like, watch oh, it again? Like, yeah, we. Oh. <laughs> Forty seconds to go. Zappy with a fake snap, fake spike. Pardon me, exaggerated fake snap, fake spike. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh boy! When his voice, his voice is—I mean, he's like Kevin Harlan. Rich Eisen, well done. No, I yeah, but he he goes, he goes to Harlan levels. Oh oh boy, (laughs) that was the least valuable play of the year. Yeah, that was Eisen. 
Oh boy. Oh man. Incredible. Okay. All right. Let's yes. get to the, uh, we were coming down the home stretch here. I think we have three left. Uh, next one, a little, again, back to a little bit niche. We got a list of the, uh, the best YouTube commenters. If we forgot uh, you, it's yeah. cause we, we did throw this together. We couldn't have people vote on this. Like, <laughs> I know, like, nope, I know. A, bunch, a bunch of people that don't anyone know who's in this particular live stream commenting, you are also nominated. We appreciate yeah. you. We appreciate everyone who comments. Um, ultimately we do this show for the interaction we get with you guys and to be entertaining. So, um, you know, we appreciate that you guys are, uh, are there to, uh, to give us a little bit of live feedback back and, and add additional stuff like other amazing least favorite least valuable plays of the year so we appreciate you guys but uh the winner for this one it goes to unsurprisingly producer dan uh our quality of the show this year and really just the last couple of years doing it with dan was pretty unbelievable um really uh appreciate everything that uh dan did to help uh kind of elevate us uh, B Gamer 99 nominated, nominated for sure. He can say whatever he wants. Um, he could do it, he can, he can say it 20 times in a row. Um, but yeah, no, big thank, special hat tip. Thank you to producer Dan for all the hard work you put in on this show. And, uh, uh, very, uh, very excited to see what's next for you. Um, Mill yeah, Hunter was the only, only person who sent me a Christmas card on that list. <laughs> so that's how he got my vote. All right. Yes, um, yeah, well, Chinese, Chinese Drew was a, he was he was he, yeah he was a late ad he was a we late put ad. Put this list sure. together like three yeah. hours ago. Yeah, yeah. Producer Dan, best YouTube commenter, but just really in general, like appreciate all the uh, all the. There's only the there's only nineteen awards, and he got one of them. Yeah, that's right. Um, all right. Remember, before we get to I, the before, <laughs> before we get to the recount, he wants a recount. Uh, before we get to the final, it's uh, an award show. Final guys. two awards. Uh, let's uh let's uh let's remember. Let's look Andy. back. Let's let's remember, twenty twenty three. Yes. Do you want to set this up? There's no setup needed.
I know Pete, Pete, and Bill. They got extra ones because they've been around for so long. <laughs> it's two Super Bowl winning coaches there. Yeah. <laughs> the Carol picture is in a Oh Viking. my god, it's dude! Oh, that was quite good. You did the. Uh, I love how you did the young them as young men, and then yeah. at the end of their careers, just incredible. Yeah, a, couple, a couple of them were actually sad. I, I wonder if we. Uh, oh wonder if we do. I wonder if we do get Bill again at some point. I think we lost some. We back. lost some legends this year, man. One of them got hired today. <laughs> They're all I think there was hired. like I think there was like four coach of the year winners in there. Uh Vrabel had Vrabel's one. Vrabel's won it. Uh Belichick had one, right? At least one. Oh, yeah, uh Ron Rivera had two. Um, oh my god. We don't get to kick around <laughs> Joe Barry anymore. Um Pete Carmichael Jr. spends what 14 years as the offensive coordinator? Nobody knows. No, he might not exist. He might have oh, been just a pay, he might have been like oh a payroll scam. <laughs> well, we will do I think this is what we'll do next. Uh, oh, one of the next shows, you guys, we'll definitely get into uh the new hires stuff. Oh, yeah. And so yeah, if you oh, listen to a, if you listen to this as a podcast, there was just a two-minute video of in memoriam for all the coaches that got fired. Sorry. I should have I should have done something for the poor people that listen to podcasts for them. Oh, you just gotta post it on you could post there's nothing proprietary in there. You can post that on the deep dive account, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll post oh, that man. One. If you're listening to this in podcast format and you're like, what in the hell just happened? Just yeah. go to the deep dive uh just go to the deep dive account and, and check out the in memoriam <laughs> for the coaches <laughs> fire fired, but soon rehired. Is that what it said? Or gone, but soon gone, rehired, gone, but soon gone, rehired, gone, but soon They'll rehired. Be back. They'll be Un- back. Guys. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh my God. Well, two more awards. That was three uh, big ones. <laughs> it's, it's the end of the night. Billy crystals running out of jokes. We oh my got the God. Big ones. Um, All right, let's the, go with the last big, two here. Uh, the rewatch game of the year, uh, just from a flat-out entertaining standpoint, uh, there were some good ones. It was a tough year, I think, for this category. Uh, we didn't have a lot of games that really stood out when you think back of like, man, I love that game so much, I really wanted to rewatch it. Uh, but there were a couple that I thought were pretty special. Uh, Andy, the nominees are? The nominees for rewatch game of the year, Ravens-Niners. Um, maybe the That's finest, a- the finest game put together by Mike McDonald before he uh, ended up, you know, moving on, taking a coaching job, a head coaching job. He just pawned Mr. Uh, Mr. Shanahan there. Rams Ravens <laughs> week 14. That was just a sick game back and forth. That was fun. Yeah. Um, Bucks Texans, which was oh, another one God. where defense optional for big parts of that. Seahawks Cowboys week 13. The Seahawks were a bit of a mystery to me as the season. That one was good because we that one was just good because we we didn't have a lot of good primetime games this year, yeah. man. But Seahawks yeah, Cowboys kind of snapped the that snapped us out of it. Yeah. I don't think it was expected to be a very good game either. Yeah, right. Super um, fun because it, it was Cowboys probably by a touchdown in that one. Yeah. Uh, Linos Chargers week ten. That one oh, obviously God. just incredible too. So many fourth down conversions. So many yeah. two point conversions. Everything was good about that one. Yeah. Um, all right, so my vote was Bucks Texans. <clears throat> the reasons were pretty straightforward. I think you can tell the 2023 season, like two of the most important or interesting storylines were Baker Mayfield revitalization uh, with Dave Canales and that Bucks team, uh, and uh, CJ Stroud arriving in such emphatic fashion. And honestly, that uh, that Week Nine game was his 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 real "I'm here" moment. 
Uh, they came back from the dead. You had the crazy ending where the kicker gets hurt. They kneel it instead of kicking the extra point. Like there was there was gambling implications involved. Uh, flew yeah. over the total. Just an incredible drama. That was also one where the end of the game was just back and forth. Like no idea who was going to win as you were super deep laid in that one. So yeah, my pick was Bucks Texans. Which which was your vote? Yeah, same. Not only <laughs> not only because of the game. All these games were good, but that one because of the gambling ramifications, where the Texans were what two and a half point favorites, up by two after the score. Yeah, opted to not kick the extra point because they didn't have a kicker. Obviously, the risk of using a backup kicker, having it blocked and returned for a tie game at that point was a non-zero chance. So I respected the move, but boy, that one stung if you had the two and a half. It did. All right, Andy, the winner for the rewatch game of the year is Bucks at Texans. God damn, that was a good game. Whew. Uh, I'm 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 very much looking forward future, to hopefully, the right? encore, the encore yeah. for both of those teams this year. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, if we if as long as the Texans and Bucks stay relevant and good, like the year the league is better off for it. So, uh, you know, I hope I hope they can wish them continued success in the year. Uh, Andy, this takes us to our final award of the night. Oh, you know what we forgot to? I pulled a clip of this for some reason. I don't. Did we not oh. do this award? Did we not this game, but we blew by oh, one? Oh no, no, it, it is for the last one. Never mind. I was gonna say I have one more clip. <laughs> it, is, it is for the final. All okay. Right. Shower fart game of the year. Oh my goodness. He said solemnly. Oh boy. Oh boy, that's right. right. Um it was uh it, it was a tough year for the rewatch game of the year. It was a banner year for the shower fart game of the year. There were way too many to choose from. Uh, and even winnowing it down to five was impossible, which is why the final nomination is a little bit vague. Uh, but Andy, take it away. Who were the nominees for the shower fart game of the year? You had no Falcons games on the list? Fraud alert? Oh, God, yeah. It was tough. This was tough. Uh, shower fart game of the year nominees are the Vikings versus the Raiders. The lowest scoring indoor game of all time. <laughs> uh, the Jets versus the Giants. Oh my God. Zach Wilson v. Was, Tommy DeVito. Yeah, this was uh this was a rough hang. I believe if you go look at this box score, DeVito had two <laughs> passes for or seven attempts for two two completions <laughs> for negative one yard. No, he um, didn't. <laughs> yeah, That's the, incredible. The leader uh, was Terod Taylor, four uh, completions for eight yards on that side. Yeah, the, the Giants, the Giants. <laughs> so the, those are your two quarterbacks. They combined to go six for 14 for seven <laughs> yards, and you took a team to overtime <laughs> in that game. Like that, I guess. Amazing. Yeah, you, you took a team to overtime because you had – you had a basically an entire drive that was running. You ran the ball for one drive and scored there. <laughs> oh yeah. Cardinals at Browns. The Cardinals oh my were God. lively at times. We were starting to believe a little bit in Gannon. Yeah. <clears throat> and they went and played against the Browns and put up like 1.1 yards per play. <laughs> the people were like excited, but Watson was bad in this game too. Like Watson wasn't good. This whole game stunk. Uh, Panthers at Bucks. Remember that uh, not only were the Panthers bad, they were unlucky. 
They had the fumble through the end zone. They probably should have gotten it close. They probably should have covered. Uh, anyone who had the Panthers there, probably a little bit of a bad beat uh, because you did get the injured. Injured Baker Mayfield had nothing. I mean, he gritted it out, but he had nothing. That was a nine nothing game. And then, yeah, we we could not. We could not pick a Patriots game. There were so many. <laughs> like, oh, there was a six nothing. Oh, I hadn't thought of that one. Oh, there was the one where they didn't score. Oh, which one? Like, there were so <laughs> many Patriots games. Like, uh, they need like some sort of lifetime achievement award for this season because that that offense is. You're not going to see an offense like that too often. <laughs> oh my gosh, they were incredibly bad. Oh man. Um... Whew. I think the lowest yards gained in a game was Patriots Jets the final week of the season. Um, <clears throat> Belichick's last ever uh, game as a coach managed uh, 119 yards on offense. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, the Saints shut out. Whew. The Cowboys beat down. God damn, the Patriots had so many absolute unlawful, terrible dog shit there. games. I know um, the, the, the Patriots had whew. wins. The Patriots beat the Jets. <laughs> they did. That's the thing. Like, they did. The Patriots were so unbelievably bad, and yet the wins down the stretch at the Steelers, at the Broncos, yeah. two primetime wins, and those wins take you out of contention for Caleb Williams. Patriots uh, plus amazing. three not covering when they held to the Chargers to six. Yeah, the six-nothing game. The yeah, Brees Hall got yeah, Patriots Brees, plus five and a half in that one. Brees, a lot of people had no touchdowns scored in the Patriots yeah. uh, Jets game, and Brees Hall got them there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. All right. Um, the winner for the coveted shower fart game of the year, Andy. Drum roll, please. I could upload that sound, I guess. It is Cardinals versus Browns. With the Cardinals it was hard. Card. This was very difficult, but this was very automatic first down. They push him out to the 40 yard line. Two. Oh, oh my goodness. And it's intercepted. Denzel Ward, oh. the can't even tell. Oh my god. I mean, god. it was early in the game and it just kept getting worse. Like Clayton Toon. Yes. Clayton Toon favorite... had the single he had the single worst performance I can remember. You you mentioned it. I voted for this one because the Cardinals managed 1.1 yards per play in this game. Uh that is uh bottom 20 all time going back to the 60s. Uh this was just a, a one of the worst performances by a team. And honestly, like, yeah, I don't know what the Cardinals were thinking. <laughs> they threw Clayton Toon at the best defense that was peaking on the road. That was, so, uh, I think, yes, yeah, setting it up a little too. We really, really didn't believe that this was going to be the situation we were in because they'd had Dobbs. They were going to get Murray back soon. We said, well, it doesn't make a lot of sense to bring Murray back and throw him up against a really good defense on the road, does it? But then they traded Dobbs or benched him or whatever. Wasn't he? I think he was still on the team. They just went with they Tune benched, for this Yeah, team. they they were they like fielding him. offers. Yeah, they traded him after this game. But yeah, no. Let's look at, let's recast why this why this got my vote. There wasn't even anything entertaining about it, right? Like the Brown and the Browns were miserable offensively to start the game. Watson was awful. Uh, they finally got three points in the second quarter, and I remember sitting there and being like. That's probably enough. That <laughs> probably gets them there. That's probably good. I don't think the Cardinals are scoring today. The Cardinals went on to have 
three turnovers, two picks and a fumble, all by Clayton Toon. Uh, Clayton Toon had 11 pass attempts for 20 yards in this game, Andy. He managed 58 yards passing. Uh, the team as a whole uh, had uh, 21 attempts for 41 yards on the ground. As you mentioned, the 1.1 yards per play is all-time bad. They were 1 of 12 on third down in this game, 0 for 1 on fourth down. Uh, everything about this was completely lopsided, and it wasn't even entertaining because it's not even like you could laugh at how inept the Cardinals were offensively. It was just kind of sad. And so least watchable, least enjoyable, never really in doubt. Uh, and uh, honestly, uh, you know, I've, I regret not laying the points with the Browns. Do you remember what the spread was in this one? Oh, guessing. I mean, it was a, kind of a team that didn't have you didn't you weren't getting much out of Watson at that point. Touchdown. I'm not sure. It was 13 and a half uh, for it? the Browns. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And uh, that there was, was there, there was in the weird, third quarter. You know, it was very difficult to price the Browns for me when they, you know, back and forth. Will Watson plays going, uh, but at the same time, this defense might just, you know, completely stop the other team from scoring and keep the ball like they did in the win against the the Steelers. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, that was fun to remember some absolutely hilarious and terrible things that happened this year, as long as giving a hat tip to those people whose content and contributions we especially appreciated. Uh, with that, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, the Deep Dive Awards and uh, the Divies. <clears throat> and, uh, I called them the Deepies. The Deepies? <laughs> that sounds smart. The Divies. <laughs> I, I think I called it Deepies. <laughs> The that DPs. sounds like DPs. And <laughs> yeah, let's do the divies. DVDA. <laughs> let's, call the divies. Yeah, um, let's call them the divies. All right. It's a fun well, season. We and we still have the Super Bowl. Um, normal Wednesday. What are we doing? Let's should we do a live Wednesday. on air? Normal yeah. Wednesday show. I think. Normal Wednesday show. Normal uh, time. Wednesday. We'll, we'll talk a little more about some of the props. If you guys have props that you want to talk about on the air. Hit us yeah. up again, Discord, YouTube, Twitter, DM us. Be like, hey, this is an interesting one. I think it merits some fun discussion. Like, bring bring us some props. We'll pick out four or five and kind of break them down in there because there's only so much you can do. Yes, the Kansas City will be able to run the ball. And, yes, the 49ers have an efficient offense. It's against a tough defense. Like, it's it's you know it's the same shit we've been saying with these two teams for quite a while now. So, I would uh, – yeah, I would love to – I'd love to – and, yes, on Thursday, the Discord has just thrown together uh, – like, like, kids at camp have thrown together their own talent show. The lead into the actual awards show. It's going it to lead yeah, into the, the NFL time, awards. The timing show. is going to lead in, yeah, to the actual NFL honors. Um, that'll be fun if you're in the Discord. It's just going to be uh, like a, on stage. Like people are going to be able to grab the mic, talk about props they like, and a, a bunch of people I think have signed up for that. I'm going to do it. Drew's going to do it. Absolutely. I think we might have mystery guests as well. But yeah, I, I like this because I'm not doing anything. I'm not producing anything. Someone else is handling it. So that's a that's a ton of fun. Um, next Thursday. It is the, yeah, the only prop show that matters, guys. That's right. If you're not, if you're Very not good. in the Discord, I'll have a link in the description here for you. Very good. All right. With that, Andy, well done. Uh, appreciate all your efforts getting the uh, the graphics and the videos done, especially the immemorial chaperoning. Damn it, I'm still, still like trying to keep it together uh, over that immemorial. Uh, really well done. Well done. Uh, I'm gonna play the. Uh, the elegant awards ceremony outro on our way. Again. <laughs>